Today on the show, a couple of key people coming back from injury for the Warriors. Did Kyrie go from being a star to a superstar by apologizing and asking for help from LeBron? Previews of the conference championship game being played today. And the hot topic, James Harden, the best offensive player debate part two. Next. Hello and welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is Season 2, Episode 3. We are recording on January 20th, 2018. How are you feeling today, Hugh? Oh, it's a little nibbly outside. A little yeah. cold. Yeah, little it's cold. a little cold. Um, I I hope that eventually it will snow. We will, we will well, see. Today we it, will was, see. it was flurring as I was coming into the building. So, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's just not snow stick. in Tennessee. It's not going to stick, though. I mean, hey, it's going to be incredibly cold in Kansas City, but we'll get to that in today's episode. Listen, you know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion on sports, but I think that we should just sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world, because I don't know, and you don't know, Jack. Jack. Let's get into some shout-outs. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and Big shout out. Shout, shout, shout. Yes, we have some happy news to report today. Uh, Demarcus Boogie Cousins has returned to the Warriors after a... After a uh, a long absence with his Achilles, uh, which happened, didn't it happen before he went? He got traded over there. Like he happened in yeah. The injury occurred, I believe, in February of twenty eighteen. Yeah. So so, he was with the New Orleans Pelicans at the time. Yeah. So that's a long, long time. Yep. Uh, But uh, congratulations to him. He came back. He had fifteen minutes of action because you know game shape (laughs) is no joke. And he also yeah, he definitely looked a little slow because he he had a. Six fouls. He fouled out of the uh, game. Yeah, so, but I mean, yeah. he, he was pretty efficient in those uh, in those minutes that he played. He was a uh, five for eleven, uh, three for four, three point, uh, perfect five for five from the line. Free throws are a killer, man. Oh, Got to hit your free throws. Uh, Fourteen points, six rebounds, and three assists. Mm-hmm. As the Warriors clipped the Clippers one twelve to ninety four. I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just want to uh, want to. Uh, Congratulate the Warriors for becoming uh, even more unbeatable <laughs> in the Western Conference now since, you know, they got a perennial uh, center that can actually stretch to a, uh, a stretch five and, and shoot threes. He's, what, 75% of threes uh, that, that, that last, game, uh, yeah, the last Saturday game. night, I think yeah. it was. So, yeah, I think the game was Friday night. I saw some of the highlights, and uh, he he fits into the offense. Like, yeah. their movement didn't really change. Yeah. And so that was good. But he also brought, like, a – a more dominant presence in the post. Yeah, so that man, when he gets into game shape, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and the Warriors are at the top of the Western Conference again. <laughs> we knew this was going to happen. I mean, I thought but, my Thunder um, was going to keep 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 going, but nope. 
Oh yeah, we'll get to a little thunder talk. I'm I'm very interested to see what you have to say about the thunder right now. Oh, I'll go in on them. <laughs> but moving right along, congrats again to Boogie. But uh, this is an interesting story coming out of Baltimore. The you know John Harbaugh for most of the season he was kind of an afterthought. They you know, a lot of people thought they the Ravens would move on from John Harbaugh uh, because as of, they should have. Yeah, because the team was under underperforming. Yes, you know, like they really should have been a better team. Although I think a lot of it has to do with Joe Flacco. Yeah, but he's like we, we know, know why. We, <laughs> yeah, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people thought John Harbaugh was on the uh, hot seat and he would be a casualty um this season and would not get an extension but but we're thinking that he is going to get an extension i uh, just don't fact, know any numbers <laughs> yes there are no numbers apparently we've been we've been researching like crazy all of 10 minutes or so <laughs> but we do you know in-depth research you know what you get here we are our top of the notch uh researchers at I mean, ydkj we, we don't we don't we don't uh we don't have researchers that do the work for us we actually have to go do the research so exactly on know. top of all everything else yes <laughs> but um yeah the uh, very few outlets are reporting or actually zero outlets that we perused were reporting actual numbers and a lot of outlets Ooh, were saying note. that good word Oh, thank you, sir. I try. I try. (laughs) Um, John Harbaugh, they're saying that he may not even accept the extension. But then, you know, in recent news in the last 20 hours or so, they're saying that he did uh, accept the extension. Right. Um, But anyways, here are the numbers. Baltimore was 10 and 6. Yes. They did get a playoff berth. They did win the AFC North. Yes. Because Pittsburgh collapsed. Man, monu- monumentally yes yeah, seriously good word I mean, and it, yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> from the inside they they just they imploded and so yes. and then the, and the Bengals uh, had a had a stellar start until their quarterback got got hurt <laughs> no they did they did they were actually really good um <laughs> hey, until, if you say so. until andy and it wasn't andy dalton got hurt uh then that that ended up not panning out I, I would say it's more than andy dalton but we have no time to get into the Bengals <laughs> and that car crash of a team so um, it, it just paved the way for a dismal ravens team that started with joe flacco mm-hmm. and underperformed like you said i mean they were sub 500 uh they started off strong because they have the number one defense in 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 the league they yeah. had the number one defense in the league Mm-hmm. And then Joe Flacco couldn't put points up on the board, so they couldn't win games. Yep. And then they brought in the rookie, the sensation, Superman 2.0, uh, Lamar Jackson. And is, is that where we're going with? Yeah, we're going with. <laughs> he can't throw, but he, I'll give him a little uh, Cam Newton esque. He's a little, yeah, a little smaller, a little faster Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I think he needs to make sure he doesn't get hit, and he'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't turn into RG three, which ironically uh, RG three is on that team as well. Yeah. So therefore, he has plenty <laughs> of experience telling him get out of bounds or get down. Yes. He RG three. His only job should be mentorship <laughs> for Lamar Jackson. Exactly. Hey, when you run, get out of bounds. When you run, get out of bounds. Don't try to fake it. Don't try to take any hits. Exactly. Get out of bounds. <laughs> Don't try to get that extra yards, even if it's fourth down. I mean, yeah, <laughs> defense will take care of you. Don't worry about that. Exactly. And Lamar did a great job. He ended up winning, uh, what was it, like four out of five games or something no, like that? it was more like six out of six out of seven. Okay, yeah. Including, so, including the playoff game. Yeah, so, so. I, he did a great job helping uh, the Ravens back in it. I would have never guessed that uh, the Ravens would have made the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> – 
the way I mean, Lamar Jackson isn't the most accurate passer in the world. Well, it was I mean, it's got to develop. He's got to develop that that part of the game for himself. But they became what number two or three in in the league in uh, in rushing. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were atop the the league in rushing. I mean, there's there's three teams that you can say that were the best te- rushing teams in the league. It was obviously Seattle. Because, you know, all they do is run. They don't have any yep. wide receivers over there, so they got to run the ball. I mean, they got um, decent wide receivers, but yeah, where, they, where, all where, they did was run the ball. Where, where did they um, Where did they show up in, in the wild card game? They didn't, they didn't show up against Dallas. Um, I mean, Lockett and, and Baldwin put up some numbers, but they, I, I don't know. Like, you, you have to throw them. the ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, they, Seattle doesn't throw the ball, like you said. They they only threw it like thirty times in the Dallas game. Yeah, and they only had one hundred and eighty six yards. Yeah, compare so. that to who threw fifty balls? Uh, was it um, uh, the Chargers guy? Yeah, uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. I think yeah. he threw fifty passes. Yeah, yeah. last last year. Well, last I mean, that's, week. That's so. their uh, that's their mo because uh, they can't really run the ball. I mean, they had twenty eight <laughs> yards rushing. But you yeah. even last week you said Melvin Gordon. You were surprised to see that he yes. had such few. You know, I think he only had like. Fifty yards or less? No, he had like twenty. He had like twenty something yards. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. Melvin Gordon is a per, a, a premier running back. He he's he is a guy that is a third a three down a three down running back. He can he can do it all. Catch out the backfield. But I was so surprised that they kept him in check. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was surprised that uh, the, Ra- the the Ravens did what they were supposed to do because the Ravens are the number one t- defense in 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 football. Yeah, but. Uh, what is it? Well, you said you're right. Forty yards. Forty yards. Well, no. This, so this was the the Baltimore Ravens ended up playing the uh, L.A. Chargers in yeah. the wild card, and yeah. they lost by six. It was a really good game. I would argue if Lamar Jackson didn't turn the ball over, yeah, you know, they probably would have won that game. Yeah. Um, it was actually at home in Baltimore too. They, if they, yeah, they were, and I, they were driving that game as well. They were driving in that game, and 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 yeah, it was it was. Ravens should have won. Yeah, if, yeah. If <laughs> shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But in the Patriots game, yeah, Melvin had 15 yards. You're right, 15 yards. It's crazy. I've never seen him. I mean, part of it has to do with the fact that he was hurt too. He had a he had a bad yeah. knee all all season, and so he's even he actually sat out uh, the last I think two games, but in the regular season before the the wild card game. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not it's not anything yeah. new. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a hard one. I mean, running teams in the NFL today are rare, and usually when they win, everybody's like, "Really? You can win by running?" You know, 150 plus yards. I mean, look at the look at the the Panthers. The pan yeah, the Panthers were doing that as well, yeah. um, and that a lot largely because Cam's shoulder was messed up. Uh, but even the Cowboys, right? They don't yeah. win unless. Zeke usually goes for 100 yards. Right. So I I still I want to refute <laughs> the notion that you can't um run the ball and win. I just, I just think that you have to have balance, right? It's always balance, been about balance. balance is, yeah, so. balance is key cuz it dictates everything that you that the defense wants to do. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like life. Football is like life. It's a, it's a very good antidote for life. Yes. Exactly. Uh, balance is everything. If you want to be successful in life, you run the ball and you pass the ball in life. Hey, that's what they always talk about, work-life balance, right? Exactly. So, yeah, same thing in football. So, all of that to say, we'll see what happens with John Harbaugh and the Ravens. I think they have questions about Lamar Jackson. I yeah. think John Harbaugh is probably all in on Lamar Jackson and oh, the organization. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the organization may not be. So, 
I mean, we'll, we'll he won see. six of seven seven games in the last, and got you to the playoffs when Joe Flacco couldn't. So, I mean, I'd be yes. all in on the rookie. I'm just saying, all in. Yeah, but you got to do it again, right? Rookies do a lot of crazy, this, amazing things. This is true. And sophomore year is the hardest year. That's mm-hmm. what I hear. So, yeah. Just want to give those quick shout outs and we're going to get into our What Did I Miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? So, since, you know, I'm, it's not baseball season. Yeah. Since we, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit of offseason baseball. Um, Manny Machado. We talked about him last week. We're going to talk about him again this week. It seems that his stock has gone down. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but it has yep. been reported that the White Sox last week had offered him eight, an eight-year contract worth about 200 to 250 mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this week, now reports are saying that the White Sox have taken, or I don't know if they're taking it back, but they are now offering a seven-year contract for 175 mil. Um, if I'm Manny Machado, I would look at that and say, uh, <laughs> offer me the eight mil mm-hmm. or nine mil or nine year, eight year or nine year, and I'll sign because, you know, he's sitting on some other offers. And yeah. at some point, <laughs> if you're straddling the fence, you're going to lose out a lot of money. So <laughs> uh, he's got to make a decision here pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's easy to miss this stuff because uh, baseball is not in season right now. But we we strive to give you all the information here at the YDKJ podcast. Yes. So as much as we can. Yeah, as much yes. as we can. As much as we can keep up to date with these offers, and eventually, hopefully, sometime soon, he'll sign. I mean, spring training is right around the corner. Yes. So I think I he think needs what, to go somewhere. <laughs> the first the uh, preseason first preseason game starts in March, I believe. Uh yeah, spring training I believe gets underway in March, and yeah. then first, um, first opening day I think is in April, right? Is April late April? Yeah, they have a really long season. I, at least I think so. <laughs> well, Obviously, 182 games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's uh, that's a uh, hundred more games than the NBA. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and we think the NBA is actually really long. So that's true. Well, but yeah, but it's all relative because the NFL is way too short. It's true, except for the fact that their sport is so violent. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, have thing. them play 82 games. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. No, nah, good 20, right? 10 home games, 10 away. No, nah, well, 40. Let's do 40 because I want. <laughs> there would be no players year left. Year round. Year round. <laughs> there would be zero players on that 53 man roster. <laughs> just uh, just sub them out because I'm sure that the, uh, the what, the Arena League, uh, Canada League, oh, all yes, them the American um, Football Alliance. Yes, I forgot that is starting. We need to talk about that. I mean, also you have you have what? Uh, not the G League. What is it called? Um, for basketball, it's the G League. Yeah, for for football, they have they have like semi pro leagues. All these semi pro leagues out here with all these athletes that go and play in these smaller 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 cities. Yeah, have them come up and prove themselves. Just have a year round thing. That's well, what I want to see. I mean, this is about to start. The Alliance of American Football, I think the Was first game. No. 2019. What? Yeah. It's starting February 9th, right after the Super Bowl, Atlanta at Orlando. So, wait. Um, is that going to be nationally televised and 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 where? I believe so. Uh, that's a good question. We'll, we'll have to do some research. Yes. We'll have to do a <laughs> lot of research. Um, we're going we're to we're push this out. This is what? Uh, Vince McMahon's... Uh, no, this is not even Vince's league. This is another league. Oh, wow. Uh, it looks like CBS will be carrying the games. 
CBS Sports. So, oh yeah, we're gonna have to cover that and see if that works out. Well, I'm I mean, we, we've watch. been talking about this yeah. for the longest time. Like, yes. there's a there's a perfect reason to have multiple football leagues, even yes. if those football leagues are not necessarily um, as powerful as the NFL. They right. can serve as like the minor leagues for right. for the NFL. Right. The so. the the uh, uh, MFL minor football league. There you go. There you go. There you go. We yes. should float that to uh, Mister. I was gonna say Vince McMahon. He's not the commissioner of the NFL. <laughs> you, might as, you might as well say he's a commissioner. He's <laughs> he commissioner. Yeah, yeah. Um, Roger Goodell. There we go. Anyways, we were talking about baseball. I don't know how I got off on that tangent. That was, that was, that was a huge tangent right there. <laughs> uh, one other thing that we want to bring to your attention, because you might have missed it, uh, Bryce Harper, uh, well, previously with the uh, Washington Nationals, um, he is now a free agent um, and is reported that the Nationals will be offering him a $300 million contract over 10 years they want him back we you know what we you, like to buddy. say about that type of contract money show me the money there you go yeah, i don't that's, that's lunch money for him man. yeah yeah I mean, it's... He's, he's, oh one thing okay never mind uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep going with that <laughs> okay well just just remember that remember yes, that uh, we that. we got to keep it going here as always time is fleeting fleeting yes. so we're gonna get you guys going with some uh, headlines for the week So, when we get to the Cowboys segment, just remember that I have something to say about the Cowboys ownership Uh. and that kind of money that you just saw. Anyways. um, Oh, and I got something to say about um, Stephen Stephen Jones as well. Of the the Cowboys? Of the Cowboys. All right. All right. We got a whole Cowboys thing coming up. (laughs) Woo! So, Duke basketball is still reigning supreme. I don't know how they do it. They're like the Patriots of college football, <laughs> although they don't win every single year. Um, so there was a great game on last night. Uh, I didn't watch. I watched like the highlights of it. Uh, I think you watched. The, I think you watched a little bit of the game. I watched uh, the end of the Duke and Virginia game. Yes. Yeah. So the the game was actually it, it was close. It was closer. Uh, I think you said that. It will, the score didn't didn't isn't indicative of the, the final score isn't indicative of what actually happened. Well, so I mean, the final score says that they are close, like they the two teams were um, pretty even, right? And that's kind of correct. But Duke was missing one of their major um, contributors on right. offense. I think it was their point guard Trey. I'll have to find his name for yeah. you, but Trey something. Um, and so, yeah, it was probably closer than it would have been if he had been in the starting lineup, but also, um, 72 to 70 towards the end, you know, it's just a lot of like, I'm going to foul you. I'm yeah. going to hit a three. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely kudos to Virginia because they, they made some plays out of timeouts. They hit some big threes to keep the game close and try to stay in it. Mm-hmm. But I, again, it was, it was really more garbage time. I'm going to hit a shot here. I'm going to make some free throws here. And with that said, although Zion had a great game, he did miss two. Um, end of the game free throws that allowed Virginia to you know kind of inch back into it and potentially win. Well, he is a freshman, so he's got to learn those. Uh, he's got to learn from growing pains. Yeah, uh, exactly. From what I've understood, Virginia is a very good uh, half court set team. They, they, yes, they, their execution is top notch. Yeah, from 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 watching them, 
last year and a, a bit some this year early in the season, uh, their set uh, their set plays in the in the half court are amazing. Um, kind of like the Warriors when they when they kind of set when they get set and they pass the ball and they mm-hmm. get into their they get into their uh, their their plays. Ah, oh, it's it's beautiful to watch. But Zion Williamson looks unstoppable throughout this whole season. Oh yeah, uh, he's he scored twenty seven points, nine rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block in thirty eight minutes. That's uh that's a pretty good stat line in college. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, these guys are scoring in bunches now. I used to remember it, it was a rare day when you would reach, you reach almost 20. thirty points. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, even twenty. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all about uh, sharing the ball. Like they they would they would share the ball more and more in college football or college basketball, kind of like college football where. You know, it's all about the team, and when you get to the pros, it's all about you, I guess, and what you can do. But uh, his running yeah. mate, R.J. Barrett, the outstanding guard, uh, he he chimed in with 30 points, five rebounds, three assists in 40 minutes, and they beat Virginia, like we said, 72, 72 to 70. So yes. I'm looking forward to seeing what Duke has. Uh, ironically, Duke had a... Our Virginia had a better record than Duke did, but yet yeah, Duke is ranked higher. I never get. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I never get, get those it. Yeah, I get it, and I don't get it at the same time. I mean, I, I mean, you look at the ability. I mean, I don't know if it's because of the eye tests. I don't know if there's a committee that does that. Um, that that like in college football that they just put people ahead of people just because or. Well, so a combination of things happened there. It is definitely the eye test, but uh, Duke lost to oh my goodness, excuse me. <laughs> Let's try that again. Duke lost to Syracuse ninety-five to ninety-one on Monday, mm-hmm. and so I'm not sure if the the ratings came out yet, and so that may be a reason why they're number oh, one okay. instead of number uh, number oh, two okay. or something like that. Okay, I know. Yeah, the ratings come out what on Tuesday, I think for for football. I'm not sure for basketball yeah. or well for football. For football, football is Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's probably Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday for basketball. Um, but yeah, uh, and they had a couple of close games. I know my Seminoles uh, almost beat them, uh, but it was a close. It came down to the wire. Uh, so yeah, I mean the eye test, but I mean as long as you're you're winning, and Virginia has been winning. They only have one loss. Uh, Duke has two. So I don't know I don't know what what goes into that but hey we could also talk about Michigan Michigan is the number 2 uh team in the country and they fell to Wisconsin which is a, no, a non-ranked team Ooh, and they lost by 10 points 64 to 54 That's I a know, really bad loss yeah, yeah. and I know Michigan they were predicting Michigan to go deep into the final four mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that was there that was there saying I've I've heard a lot of good things about Michigan so I don't know. I mean, when the, when the rankings come out, we'll have to see what the criteria is for ranking these teams. But as of right now, yeah. Michigan, Duke, and Michigan are still number one and number two. So yeah, well, we'll see. Um, so just a quick note: Trey Jones was the guard that was out, and he had a shoulder injury. Um, so that yeah, that was a big reason yeah, um, big, yeah. that uh, the game was. I think the game was so close against Virginia. Yeah, obviously Virginia is still a great team. I think Michigan's still a good team and very well coached. Oh, yeah. um, the fall to Wisconsin just seems awkward and weird to me. Yeah, or excuse me, the loss to Wisconsin. But um, well, I, mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm, I'm excited because March Madness is right around the corner, yes, so I can actually start paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just start paying attention to uh, college basketball more. Yeah. So I mean. 
Hopefully, uh, what is it? Uh, Toyola or uh, Loyola? Loyola of Chicago. Chicago can can, uh, warm our hearts again with (laughs) another Mother Mary story or... Was it Mother Mary? Or I don't remember what she was talking about. I just remember that they just love talking to her. <laughs> so I mean, whatever motivates you. I mean, I guess that that what works. I guess. Yeah, she was the chaplain for them, so I guess you know she she did her thing. Yeah. Well, oh man. So yeah, all college sports always fun. Now that football's done, you got you know uh, basketball and everything. Done. Not not done yet. Not well, done sorry, yet. college football is done. Oh, yeah, now you got okay. college basketball and March Madness. So, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. But you're right. Football is not done. We have some really awesome championship games in a couple hours. Yes. Today. Yes. I'm Coming super three excited and about six. this. Yes. Three and six. We have the Rams and the Saints at New Orleans at 3.05. Don't be late. And <laughs> we have the Patriots and the Chiefs in Kansas City at 6.40. You can be late for that one. I don't really care about the AFC. But yeah, and if you're actually going to that game in Kansas City, please bundle up. Actually, if anybody's going to it, just stay home. Sell your ticket. <laughs> stay home. Stay bundled up because it's going to be 10 or below uh, by 7 o'clock. So, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. The The weather in Kansas City, oh, man. I, I don't know how those players uh, – obviously, the fans are one thing, but that's a choice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the players on the other hand, they want to go to the Super Bowl and they yeah. want to win. Yeah, obviously to get to the Super Bowl. So uh, just prayers out for them because I feel like there could be a lot of weird injuries in the game. Yeah, and I I, I really hope that Patrick Mahomes throws for six hundred yards and five touchdowns like he did. <laughs> and uh, you know you know uh, the goat that they call the goat. He's going to throw for at least three hundred. And uh, yeah. four touchdowns. Mr. So. Tom Brady and the Patriots, they're going to have a great game plan, I'm sure. But I, I, it's going to be all about halftime adjustments, I think. But I hear goats can't really survive in the cold. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goats are a, a bit warmer climate uh, animal. So I'm hoping that that's a, that's a that's a true thing. They can't they can't do what they do in the what cold. They do in the cold. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, granted, Tom does play outside in the cold. At home. <laughs> it's not this cold, though. Not this cold. Not this cold. Well, occasionally, but usually not this cold. Yeah, this is just going to be a real frigid game. Um, it's, oh, man, I, I, I feel for them. But uh, I think the edge, honestly, unfortunately, goes to the Patriots. Just because Mahomes is, is uh, young. And Experience. I think Tyreek Hill, he's still not right, is he? No, he's fine now. He's, he's fine? He's, okay. he's, uh, he's fine. He's he had a a whale of a game last last week. Um, I think he had over a hundred plus yards in receptions, two touchdowns. Um, he scored on a reverse, so he had a rushing touchdown as well. Oh, uh, he had a rushing touchdown and a pass and a catching touchdown. So, yeah, he had a whale of a game last week. So, yeah, yeah. Tyreek is Tyreek Tyreek is back to normal. Um, like I said, I think experience is going to be the difference in the game, but I ultimately think that. Uh, Kansas City being at home and it being cold <laughs> is going to give them a whoa. The Chiefs are expected to give uh, breaking news. Breaking news! <laughs> I just saw this on my on my on my uh, my notes. Yes, uh, that they're going to get Patrick Holmes an extension uh, after the season or worth about two mil. I don't know. I had to do some more research. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Yes. You heard it here first, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Let me let me read what I what I just saw. 
<laughs> bring it back Just up. Man. While you're bringing that up, I'll kind of go into the freezing temperatures expected in Kansas City. Um, yeah, they're they're thinking the Arctic blast may miss Kansas City now, and it's going to be around 20 degrees um, with the uh, precipitation chance of 4%, which is actually a good thing because, I mean, rain or snow, freezing rain or snow would definitely throw off the game. Yes. So, um, yeah, just uh, bundle up there in, in the good old Midwest. Good old Midwest. Uh, so the report says, since we're talking about Mahomes, uh, some Bleacher Report. Uh, I got this, the title, the, the the headline. Mahomes to get historic deal. Chiefs expected to extend Patrick Mahomes to NFL's first $200 million contract when eligible in 2020. Ooh, so this is going to be a rich man. Got to do it. Rich, Show rich me the man. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So um, anyways, back to, back to the Chiefs. I think um, if the Chiefs can control the ground game they, and, and keep Tom Brady on the bench, That'll be the key for them to win, but yeah. they will have to score at least forty points <laughs> in this game because Tom yeah. is going to do his thing in the fourth in the fourth quarter, and you, you there's not a lot you can do to stop him in the fourth <laughs> quarter. So yeah, Tom Brady with the ball in his hands with two minutes to go down by a touchdown or whatever. I mean, that's not what you want to see. No, if you're Kansas City, no. So yeah, Kansas City score early and often. Because that defense has not done you any favors recently, so just uh, forty plus. I, I want them to. Play Although plus. that defense did play very well last week, uh, they they got after um, what did they play? the Chargers last, not the Chargers, the Colts. The Colts they got after uh, Andy and, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. <laughs> they got after Andrew Luck last week. They they sacked him multiple times. Uh, it was just it was just a great defensive effort from the Chiefs. So. Mm-hmm. This week they they really they I really hope they should have last week wasn't a fluke they should put all their efforts into this week they have mm-hmm. great pass rushers they just don't have a, a good secondary it's kind of like the story with my Eagles so if they can muster up enough to uh, deter these short little short passes take mm-hmm. away something that's what I that's the that's the theme take away something don't let them run the ball with Shoney Michelle. Um, if they're gonna do that, take away the underneath throws because that's Tom Brady's uh bread and butter. Bread and butter. That's the Deacon Dank throws. Um, so if you take away something, then it'll it'll you'll have a better chance than if you just let Tom Brady do what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. You can't give him all of his options. You have to take something away, like you said. Um, so with all that said, I'm thinking Kansas City, but. I don't know, man. It's just so hard to bet against Tom Brady. Um, I I bet against him, and I always lose. So, I'm, <laughs> but I'm still gonna bet against him. I'm gonna say the 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 Chiefs are gonna win it, forty something to forty something. I mean, it's gonna be that it's gonna be that close. It's gonna be like forty five to forty. Uh, I I feel like that's that the, the I feel like the Chiefs have a better offense than uh, Tom Brady does. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the last game that they played, it was uh, 40-something to 40-something, right? Yeah, it so, was like 45 to 43 or something like that. Yeah, I, I think believe. the Patriots won by um, um, by by two, not two, by three. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting, <sighs> very interesting game. 43 to 40 is yeah. how um, the Patriots beat them in October of last year. And I hope that they use that fuel 
of them getting crushed at home. Yes, I said it. Crushed, even though it was only a three-point loss. Uh, they got crushed at home. That's well, <laughs> they were they were in Foxborough, but they are. Oh, yeah, you know. true. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, it's one of those things where they had to come back. They were getting crushed in the first half. Yeah. And then they had to come back and win it. But um, so I feel I feel I hope that uh, Mahomes keeps that fresh in his mind. Yes. Uh, going forward because he can dictate whatever that defense is. Not a good defense. They're very not. They're Patriots really are not, not that good. good. They're all about their scheme. Exactly. They're all about their scheme. So hopefully Andy Dal- Andy Reid yes. <laughs> and uh, Patrick Mahomes can figure out that scheme. Exactly. Moving on to the other game, the other big game at Rams, 3 o'clock. Rams and Saints. Rams and Saints. So excited about that one. I think that Drew Brees is going to be unstoppable at home. But, you know, the last time those two played, it was also a high-scoring game. It was like 45 to 40 or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll get that uh, pulled up. Yeah, so uh, here's the deal. The Rams have the most famous, I would say, the most famous defense in the world. <laughs> that being said, they have, like they said, they have the uh, uh, Nana Sue. They have... Aaron Donald, they have Marcus Peters, they have uh, Taqib Tlaib, they have uh, uh, LaMarcus Joyner, they have um, like big names, like these huge, huge, huge names <laughs> yes. uh, on defense, and yet they're just so bad. Like they're, they're, not, they're not the defense that we thought they were. Granted, last week when they played the Cowboys, they dominated the Cowboys, they dominated uh, Zeke Elliott. Which that's what they should have done. Yes. Because if you, everybody knows, you stop the Cowboys running game, you basically, uh, beat, Dak, yeah, you you beat that team. Yes, because Dak can't beat you throwing at this point in the, in his career, even with a premier wide receiver. That's that that's what's that's what's messed up. But that's beside the point. Um, well, give them a little more time. But anyways, this, well, is, not, this is not Cowboy yes, talk yet. This is not Cowboys <laughs> talk. So, uh, the Rams, um, the defense will have to step up because. My Eagles held uh, the Saints to 20 points. They, yes, yes. And they honestly should have gotten to 20. But they ended up, you know, get, that was a, a gallant effort by uh, uh, under, and under, under um, what's the word? Just an unmanned team, under unmanned uh, defense. Oh, yeah, undermanned defense, yeah. A bunch of injuries, a bunch of uh, no-names that came in and stepped in and did what they had to do. So if if Next man up. Right. If that can can happen with my team, the Rams are healthy. Put it this way. The Rams are healthy. Yes, they are are finally healthy. healthy, Yes, than than we are. Todd Gurley is a little bit eh, but he's still healthy enough to go. Oh, yeah. Um, Hopefully he's going to dominate. We'll see. Yes. But, you know, the story of the game is going to be, is C.J. Anderson going to do what he did last week to the Rams, to the Saints this week? Because C.J. Anderson is like, is like Miley on that video. He's going to come in like a wrecking ball and uh, just, just destroy defenders. So if, if, if the Rams can run the ball the way they did last week, 273 yards. Uh, of, of 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 rushing offense, then it's just no contest. It's yeah. just no contest. 123 yards and two TDs for C.J. Anderson, like yes. you mentioned. I I I doubt they're going to get that out of C.J. Anderson, but, I mean, if they do, it, it's going to be a wrap. Well, I mean, the, but it's it's the Saints, right? And they're in the Dome well, at, the, in New Orleans. Yeah, well, the Saints aren't very good rush, uh, on rushing defense. I mean, no, they're, they're, true. They're, true. They're, they're, they were tops in the league, yes, but 
as far as as what I see, the Cowboys were a bit better, a bit more stout on the defensive line. Yeah, and they destroyed everybody on the defensive line. Yes. So so the the Saints could get come in with that motivation and say they're not going to run for two hundred yards on us. But yeah. at the same time, the Saints don't have that mu- that uh, that much of a stout defense that uh, the the uh, the Cowboys had. So I don't know. It all depends on, on uh, this, this, the game plan going in. Well, who are they going to match up? What their matchups are? Uh, I think Todd Gurley matches up a little bit better against the defenders of the saints than he did against the defenders of the Cowboys. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that go. How that shapes up. Although man, the Cowboys, I was, I was watching a couple of uh, sports shows and I was reading a couple articles and they were saying that the Cowboys were basically tipping their defensive signs or defensive plays because they were running a, a bunch of stunts. Yeah. You know, kind of where you wrap around the um, uh, the opposite side for, I guess it's usually with the, either the linemen or the linebackers, right? You could have a linebacker yeah, stunt. Yeah, a linebacker or, stunt or a lineman stunt. Yeah. yeah. And so they were, you know, like when you're in your three point stance and you're, you're, um, your hand is down, a lot of times you can tell how much pressure you're putting um, on your hand and if you're leaning forward versus leaning back. Right. And that lets the offensive lineman know, okay, he's about to rush me or he's about, he's about to come back a little bit yeah, and not rush me immediately. Rush or if it's a speed speed rush or if it's a, you know, some kind of thing like that. Some yeah, kind I've, of stunt. I've, yeah, yeah. I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard that. My thing is, first of all, why would you say that? Because you just give away your, your secrets to another team. Like, if you can, if you can dictate, if you can, if you can figure out what their what their what their cause is, what that whatever it is, keep that to yourself so you can use it again and again against that team. Like I don't think they're gonna have that ever again against the Cowboys. They're not gonna be able to do that. Yeah, that's true, but it's one of those things where it wasn't like they were stealing signs. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Patriots. No. no, no, no. I'm just, I'm <laughs> but, just saying, like you can use that for the next game with the same type of people. See, like next year they play the Cowboys in dallas yeah so why not just keep that to this to yourself and then (laughs) you know dallas is not going to change change over a lot of personnel they don't ever do that so yeah the same lineman that you go up against uh in the in the playoffs will Mm -hmm. be there next season so you could use that again but now you can't because they're not gonna they're gonna they're gonna be thinking about that in the back of their minds for the whole year yeah and i think that's the thing right most empires crumble because somebody talked too much yeah i mean <laughs> so if the rams excuse me if the rams end up doing something this year if they end up winning the super bowl or whatever and then they lose to the cowboys next year yeah we're <laughs> and gonna it's come a big back, deal we're, we're gonna, gonna come back, back to, to this, this right yes. here we're yes. gonna say this is the reason why uh you're foolish and uh you got too greedy and you got too too talkative yep uh, you, you talk too much you uh, you let too buddy too many people know about what you were um, exactly how you were going about your business exactly that's crazy oh my goodness it's, crazy. it's bad but i mean i i definitely have the rams winning this game do i definitely have the rams Ugh, i don't know if i definitely have the rams winning but uh, i'm gonna go with the rams 38 to 32 against the saints i i think you know that dome is the the 12th man yeah like they they could really impact the game if the rams can't get the, the calls into um the quarterback jared goff um in a timely fashion and if they have miscommunications then yeah that's gonna be a big deal yeah i i uh i think that the saints as as 
I guess as potent as they they are, they have been this season. They're not the same team they were five weeks ago. Yeah, the Rams aren't the same team they were five weeks ago. I mean, once Cooper Cup went down uh, with an injury, oh man, if Cooper was still in, <laughs> that that changed the dynamic of the team entirely. And then uh, uh, Todd Gurley got hurt, and that kind of changed it even more. Yep, but. Jared Goff has not looked the same to me. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. But say, saying that to say, they did they did rush for 273 yards last week. Yeah, and that's, this is a passing team we're talking exactly. about, right? Exactly. So. so now that's in the back of the Saints' mind. Okay, we've got to take away the rush, and we've got two power power backs that, that can run it down our throats. I mean, both of them had over 100 yards rushing last week. Yes. Uh, yes. So imagine what they can do this week. So the Saints are going to have to worry about the rush, which is going to open up the pass. And that's what the Rams do best. Yes. So yes. Uh, it's going to come down to a shootout, but I don't think it's going to be that much of a shootout. I think the Saints at home with Ted Ginn coming back and destroying that secondary, um, if if – Drew Brees can stay upright. I think the Saints are going to win at home about probably about 27 to 23. It's going okay. to be a closer scoring game, a, a lower scoring game for me because, like I said, the the both teams are on, on the same level that they were like five weeks ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we're we're kind of on the same page as yeah. far as the spread, but yeah. just um, lower scoring versus higher scoring. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what's going on. The Super Bowl is in Atlanta this year, which is only a couple hours from us. Guys, we get your tickets now. They're only five thousand dollars. <laughs> like that's starting out four to five thousand dollars. Only starting five thousand. Only I mean, five thousand. That, that's cheap. The, the, Everybody the, can afford that. <laughs> the most expensive tickets are about what I think I saw about nine thousand or to something around there. Oh, I'm uh, sure they they get up to twenty five thousand. Yeah. If you go like lower bowl, yeah. And if mm-hmm. you want to go up to the nose nosebleed sections, they start at nine hundred. So yeah. yeah, get your tickets now because they got to pay for that dome some way somehow. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a brand new, beautiful stadium, exactly. in the heart of Atlanta. I personally won't pay that much money. <laughs> Even if I had that much money, I wouldn't pay for that money. So I won't pay for that for that ticket. So is it bad that I'm thinking about it? Like, if it's really 900 bucks, like, how often do you get to say I went to a Super Bowl? I don't have to say that. I, I watch it every year, so, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, like, I literally could drive f- two hours to a Super Bowl. Well, yeah. I guess I could have done that in Florida if I had thought about it. Yes. And it probably yes. would have been cheaper in Ray- cheaper. Raymond James Stadium a lot or something. Cheaper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Never mind. That's yeah. a bad decision. Don't do that, I like guys. the way we reasoned this out. <laughs> we but, thought about it. No, hey, this is not a good idea. Every now and then I get these stupid ideas and Hubert has to talk me out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how LeBron had to talk Kyrie out of some of his uh, ill-advised ideas and uh, narratives that he wanted to push. You know, famously, LeBron and LeBron James uh, played with Kyrie Irving with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They won a championship together, but there was a lot of kind of pull and tug because obviously Kyrie is the young guy. He wants to be the guy who's going to you know, be the MVP. He's going to lead the team. But LeBron was like, uh, do you know how to win a championship? Do you know what it takes? And he was obviously the, the hometown kid. So there was a lot of struggle between uh, the two of them and their relationship. And that eventually ended up with Kyrie um uh leaving the cavaliers and going to boston was he traded or was that a free agent move it was a free i believe it was a free agent move uh because i think he was was he traded 
I think he may have been traded for Isaiah Thomas. He pro- yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he was, he was traded. Yeah, um, so Kyrie he demanded out. a trade. Yeah. yeah, he wanted out. Yeah. yeah so, right. uh, you know, it, it, it's crazy, but I understand it, right? He wanted to be the guy. He's the type of guy that would challenge Kobe. I don't know if you ever saw the clip, but when they played uh, USA basketball together, Kyrie was like, yo, Kobe, one-on-one, I'll put money on it. Well, when you <laughs> when you uh, when you strive to be the greatest, you have to play the greatest. You have to play the greatest. You have to challenge you the greatest, right? You have to challenge right? the yep. greatest. And yep. Kyrie is definitely has the talent to be one of the greatest. He's just um, he's just got he's still young. He's still still super young. What is this his sixth or seventh year in the league or something like that? So yeah, he's he's still he's, he's not a vet in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, he's he's still he's still got a, got a ways to go. I mean, uh, LeBron's what in his fifth, uh, almost twentieth season. Something like that? Uh, I think it's like 15th or 13th. Something like I'll that. I'll find it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's 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 just a, a matter of, I mean, he's 26 years old. Like, he's 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 got a ways to go. He's got a ways to go. But, um, yeah, it was it was a bold move by, by Kyrie. Um, he's, he's, this is what we call maturity. Yes, now, because this, since since those days, he's now realized what LeBron was trying to tell yes, him. Yes, this is this is what you call growing pains and maturity. So, uh, if 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 you know if this if this all is is genuine from from Kyrie, which I'm saying is not, uh, I think I <laughs> we think, hope it is. Yeah, but, I think yeah. it is. He is genuinely seeing the struggle of having to lead a team night in and night out. Yes, because um, Boston is struggling this year. Yes, mightily. Um, yeah, and there's been a mightily. lot of frustration. There's been injuries, obviously, but then there people have come back from injury, like Gordon Haywood. Um, and they still haven't put it together. Like, yeah. This, this far into the season, you should be about to click on all cylinders, and they're not doing that. I mean, that although they did beat the number one team in uh, the Eastern Conference uh, a couple nights ago. But that to say, Kyrie, I mean, his numbers are superb. Uh, he's always had good numbers his whole entire career, um, but at the end of the day, I I salute a guy that that understands. Look, I don't I don't have all the answers, mm-hmm. you know. I I I was greedy. It's like the, like the, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm using the Bible reference because you know you know yeah it's I'm go a ahead. Christian so it's like you. it's like the it's like the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. So it's like the prodigal son. He's he's. He he went his own way, and he's like, "I want to come home. I want I want to learn from the from 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 my father again." So, yeah. uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Uh, he's he wants to get uh uh the experience from from a guy that's pioneered it, that guy that's gone ahead of him, and and now he's way more accepted. Yes, accepting of that that advice that role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, kudos to Kyrie. I, I I like somebody that learns from their mistakes. That is willing to apologize for what he did, yep. even though it's 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 trivial as this is. I mean, it's just it's 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 just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, but so. I mean, there was a lot of issues between the two of them, right? I mean, you can argue that Kyrie, LeBron doesn't win that championship without Kyrie, obviously, and right. especially with Kyrie being so clutch, right, in that that championship run with Cleveland. So he he probably just wanted you know a little more. Um, uh, shine a little more of the respect from people because it was always going to be lebron's team in cleveland right so he was just kind of like you know what no matter what i do i'll never get my due right Uh, but exactly as we can hear from one of his post-game interviews i think it was a post-game interview 
Um, no, it wasn't post game. It was uh, it was just an interview that he was doing uh, with the press. With the press, yeah. He's uh, he's got some perspective now. I had to uh, call Bron, you know, and tell him like, you know, I apologize for <laughs> being that young player that wanted to everything at his, you know, at his fingertips, and I wanted everything to uh, be at, you know, my threshold. I wanted to be the guy that led us to change. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be all that, and you know, the responsibility of being the best player in the world and leading a team. Is something that's not meant for many people. And Brown was one of those guys that came to Cleveland and tried to really show us, show us what it's like to win a championship. And it was hard for him. And uh, sometimes getting the most out of the group, it's not the easy, easiest thing in the world. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, he is he is definitely grown up. He is, I can definitely call him Uncle Drew <laughs> from here on out. He, <laughs> he, is, he is called Uncle Drew. So, yeah, I, he's maturing into... Uh, a veteran yeah. like like we said seven years in the league 26 years old he's still young but he's getting there he's yeah. understanding all of yes. it so so yeah at the end of, at the end of the day um i want to be i want to grow up to be just like Kyrie when i grow <laughs> when, you know when i grow up so yep and we're gonna head into the rapid fire for this week huh? i don't even know what that means Hey, some quick rapid-fire topics for you. The Cowboys on Friday announced that Scott Linehan will no longer be the offensive coordinator going forward. What does this mean for the Cowboys and the rest of the NFC East? It means disaster for the rest of us because, you know, Scott Linehan is one of the worst offensive coordinators of all time. He's very uninnovative. He's very basic. He's very mediocre when it comes to his defensive play calling and game planning so now that they have the number one uh a number one receiver finally in in, in dallas mm-hmm. uh that that could spell trouble for the rest of us but you know what it's fine it's fine uh with with jerry jones's 250 million dollar yacht uh it'll make everything much better <laughs> you know I'll, he'll, it'll be like um it'll be like uh what is that odell beckham and uh and uh, when they were on that that, that, that yacht in party. Miami, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean that's all Jerry Jones really cares about, right? Maybe exactly. We'll see. That's what the rumors say. Moving right along, some draft forecasters are predicting that Kyler Murray will be picked by the Pats, the Patriots, the New England Patriots in the first round. What do we make of this? Uh, that the Pats are. Tra- <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, if they, he goes there, uh, it, it'll be uh, interesting going forward because the Pats are actually going to have to adjust everything um i don't know if bill belichick's gonna be there at that point i think bill belichick's reign will be over once tom brady's reign is over uh but at the end of the day yeah at the end of the day you're gonna start you're gonna start anew with with a franchise quarterback well i guess if you want to call him a franchise quarterback i I can't say that yet but yeah time will tell with that time will tell with him and you know i don't think it's a great pick but whatever I, I'm not. I'm not a uh, owner of any team. So yeah, New New England usually doesn't build through the draft. No. So this is going to be a very interesting thing. It would be a, definitely a changing of the guard in some respects. Exactly. So the Eagles will be paying out some money um, to the quarterback, the backup quarterback, Nick Foles. He is going to get his playing time bonus, although he was four um, snaps short in the regular season of his his incentive bonus of one million dollars because he made the playoffs the eagles are deciding to go ahead and give him that money how do you feel about this do you think the eagles did a, a good thing yes they did a, a extraordinary good and uh prosperous move on their part 
they just proved to the rest of uh, the league and the players that if you do what you're supposed to do, no matter what the contract says, we will honor what what we said we would do. Um, I think it was a great move. Nick Foles deserved every bit of that money mm-hmm. uh, from what he won the Super Bowl last year, from getting into the playoffs this year, from relieving Carson Wentz of you know from his injury. Yeah, I mean Nick Foles deserves even more than a hundred million dollar signing bonus. I mean he's <laughs> he's an incredible backup quarterback. Yeah, um, he's, and I, he's great. Yeah, and I and I wish him the best wherever he goes, or if if we decide to keep him and let Wentz, I don't I don't care. Just we, I just won a Super Bowl. My lifetime. I'm getting greedy now. I said I said I wanted one. You now you I want, want more. I want more. So yeah. So those for those who don't know, most contracts have a base salary, and then there are uh, incentives. incentives. Yes. And so if you reach certain milestones throughout the regular season, like being voted to the Pro Bowl or yes. something like that, you'll get um, you'll hit those incentives and activate paydays. So yes. good good job for Nick. He gets an extra one million dollars this year, and I'm sure. He and his family will be very happy about that. Oh, Nicholas. Nick, St. Nick. Oh, St. Nick. All right, let's get into the hot topic of the week. Your hot topic. James Harden is the best offensive player in the history of the NBA. I am starting to become a believer. <laughs> I really am because I I honestly thought that, you know, honestly still think that uh uh Russell Westbrook is probably one of the best offensive players since he's putting up triple doubles almost every night. Well, used to. Now he's kind of cooled that off. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then I my second pick would have been Kevin Durant because he's just a offensive juggernaut like he can score from any position he can he can do anything that he needs to do get to the rims uh it's just un he's undefensible that's the word if that's the word undefensible um yeah we're gonna run with it i like it it. um (laughs) but uh james harden for the past what two months (laughs) so far just about two months uh he scored 30 plus points in almost every in every game um yeah, I think, I think he's uh one. he he broke Kobe's streak. Right. So it's now I think it was nineteen last time I checked. Yeah. Um and I think the the graphic that I saw last night was Wilts Chamberlain has those records three times. <laughs> he has <laughs> he has uh, he has the uh the the streak record twenty, twenty five, and sixty five uh uh games in a season. So yeah, see, it goes down here. It says Harden, uh, Will Chamberlain, 25, 20, 25, 31, excuse me, and 65 in various uh, points. So, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy to think that James Harden is on pace to uh, overthrow one of the greatest who ever done it. Yeah, so, the, the best – Arguably the best scorer that the NBA ever saw because yeah. he scored 100 points. Right. So, yeah. But I, I don't know. It, it's very interesting because Wilt did all of that without the three-point three point line. line. Yes. I, I've heard reports that he wasn't a great free-throw shooter either. Well, so, that's even more spectacular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it, What he did was just absolutely amazing. But, uh, yeah, Hart, Harden, after last night's game where he scored 48 points and helps uh, – 
beat the Lakers in overtime, 134, excuse me, 138 to 134, I believe was the final yes. score. Uh, yeah, after that, he has 19 straight games with 30 points. Um, and I don't know, man. I, I don't know if he can sustain this. I think it's awesome. I think he'll probably get to 20 or 21, but um, that, that it's just hard to do. He's had to I do it. I cannot make this up. <laughs> it's just yeah it's 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 un, it's like a cinderella story <laughs> yes yeah absolutely it literally exactly. is like a cinderella story like um how do you how do, he takes such a beating every night yeah driving driving to the rim uh getting getting knocked to the ground like but every single night this guy is scoring over 30 points yeah like that just yeah he's a he's a left-hander He's, his three point percentage was ridiculous. Uh, go back to the go back to the. Uh, I got the stats going on our page. Uh, yeah, he was fourteen of thirty in the field goals, which is forty seven percent. Not bad. No, not as efficient, but not bad. Uh, eight for eight for nineteen and three point percentage, which is forty two percent, which was it's just spectacular for 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 three point for percentage. three point percentage. Yeah. Um, he was eighty percent in threes with twelve. 12 of 15 from the free free throw line. Like I said, 48 points, eight rebounds, six assists, four steals. That I mean, he's a, he's we we make fun of him for his defense. His defense. He's not a very good <laughs> defender, but off the ball he's spectacular. Yes, he plays um, the passing lanes really well. Yeah, so in 42 minutes, uh that is that is incredible uh stamina for his part. Like it's I don't know. It's he's 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 unexplainable when it comes to the what he does mm-hmm. i mean i don't even know how you officiate this guy because i know we've, yeah. we've talked about we've talked about his traveling exactly <laughs> i mean <laughs> the step back how do you officiate that i mean there there are different arguments different theories yeah. out there of you know oh he doesn't put the ball down he doesn't palm the ball but he does he steps two steps back or three steps back and that's not a travel mm-hmm. i don't know how that works uh, what's more interesting to me is that he's always in the lane, but the way he he goes through the lane and has the ball, I just yes. it's ridiculous to 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 see that, and I I just hate to be a ref. He, he's hacked the system because what he does so well is he'll show you the ball on purpose. Yeah, but he has strong hands, so when you go to slap the ball, you'll probably hit him on the wrist. Yeah, and immediately he'll gather try to make the layup and get the call. Right. And it's like, come on, man. How do you defend that? Because every defender, when they see that ball away from his body, your natural instinct is like, okay, I'm, I'm about to get a steal. Right. I'm about to steal the ball from him. And time and time again, you, all you end up doing is just fouling him. Like the Warriors and the Lakers have gotten to the point where they just kind of like put their hands behind their back a, a little bit. Right. Because it's like, if I even touch him or come close to him, you're going to call the foul. Right. So... I don't know. He's he's definitely hacked the game. His shooting is incredible. His ability to get to the free throw line is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I I still want to say like you, Durant is probably the best scorer ever because of his height and his ability. Yeah. But man, Harden is making a case for it. Yeah, I mean he's making a real he's, big case he's, for it. He's his Rockets are surprisingly three and zero against the Lakers this year with a LeBron James playing. In two of those games, two of those games, yeah. So it's and they had their best game against them with LeBron out. So I don't know if that says anything about LeBron. I'm not trying to start anything. I'm just saying that <laughs> <laughs> that 
the Rockets are on a tear through the Western Conference. Um, it's just, it's just, a, it's just an ex- incredible to see one player just tear up the league. I mean, like I said, last year we had um, uh, Russell Westbrook. He was tearing things up. He was getting triple doubles left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just LeBron was doing his thing in the East. It's just an and ambitious. last year's Russ wasn't even as good as the year before. Russ, exactly, where he actually won the MVP. MVP. Exactly. Yeah, so, so, yeah, it's just yeah. It's, we it's would we talked about before before the the show that it would be incredible to see all three of them get back on the same team. So yeah, say Durant, Harden, and Westbrook all play for the Thunder or go somewhere. I don't care. Go to Phoenix. Make that team great. Yeah, yeah. Just choose a team and, choose a and team go and there, go. and yeah, you get together. Uh, I think, as far as I know, it's the first time three former teammates have each won MVPs. Yeah. So, um, we're, uh, Katie did it first, obviously. Then Russell did it, and then uh, James did it. Mm-hmm. And so and James is probably going to end up doing it two or three times before this is all said and done. Yeah, a lot of people are, keep talking about Antetokounmpo in in Milwaukee, but I don't I, know. He's <laughs> He's amazing. He's great, but, but he's also in the East. When the East is very, very, uh, it's much easier than the West. True. Well, so I would have to take that into account. Agreed. But what if either Kawhi or Giannis end up as you know one or two in the East, and and uh, James Harden ends up as number five in the West? At least you he know? made it there because I mean, look, he has he doesn't have J- uh, Paul uh, Chris Paul. Um, to help him, I they, I think they had another guy injured last night. Yeah, uh, that that didn't play, and he literally somehow, with the help of of uh Eric Gordon, a little bit of help from Eric yes, Gordon. Yes, Eric Gordon hit a big hit some, shot hit to some send big shot overtime. Um, got them that that overtime win. I don't think they're gonna stay number five. I honestly don't. I I wouldn't be surprised if they got to number three or two or three yeah by the I, end, by I, the, I definitely by see end. them up there yeah. without a doubt but I, I think you have to look at what's going on and the bucks being who they are that's purely Giannis, in my opinion yeah the raptors being who they are that's purely Kawhi, in yeah. my opinion and then you have obviously the rockets with james yeah and then you have paul george with the thunder so oh, yeah <laughs> so like it, the there mvp race is going to be very interesting i there think this mvp players. race really is going to come down to um who ends up with the best record for their team, and then also who probably ends up scoring the most. But isn't the MVP race also just about individual um, accomplishments? Because I can see uh, LeBron... Could be the MVP every year. Could be the MVP every year. (laughs) And even if he's injured, I mean, you look at what the Lakers are. They're, what, over the last 10 games, they're probably like four in like, Nine or ten? Uh, the Lakers' last ten is probably like five and ten, four, four and, and six. seven, four and six. Yeah. yeah so, six. so with LeBron out, and he's been out thirteen games, they have they've had a losing record. Yep. That that I mean, going back to to the Cleveland days when he was in Cleveland before he last year before he left, he had that team winning. Mm-hmm. Now look at them. So based on that. <laughs> LeBron yeah. should win every single year Agreed. until he's until he's out the league. Agreed, but you do that with with James Harden uh, and the Rockets, and the same thing happens. But I don't, no, I don't think so because if 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 uh, say if Chris Paul comes back, yeah, I don't think they have they have a losing record with Chris Paul. I just don't. So you're saying that Chris Paul and 
Clint Capella and PJ Tucker are going to be I think so. better they, than this team right now? I think so. I, still, I do. I still think James Harden is because, way a way bigger piece than Chris Paul. Well, that, I do. I do think so too. But I just yeah. think that as far as the experience, as far as the nuclear of the te- nucleus of the team, James. If you take James Harden away, yes, they'll lose that. Uh, they'll lose his scoring. They'll lose his con- contributions. But at the same time, that team is talented enough without James Harden to win more games than the Lakers are without uh, a LeBron James. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, so totally, I totally therefore, agree with that. Yeah, so therefore, that kind of that kind of gives a little bit of a, a, a edge to LeBron, exactly, because yeah, you know, the Rockets aren't going to fall out of the top ten immediately if if James Harden loses, if James Harden goes down with injury. The mm-hmm. Lakers are on the verge of going out of the top ten immediately yes. right now. With that loss, I mean, look at the Kings. The Kings are a half game behind them, so. Yeah, but I, I so okay. Let's so let's talk about Paul George with the Thunder. Then you take Paul George off the Thunder. I think that they'll drop, but they'll still be in the they'll top still ten. Be in top ten. So I, so I don't think Paul George is a, is a viable. He is a candidate, but he's not a viable candidate for number one. Now you go to the East. Yeah, I can't. I talked. Uh, uh, Giannis, the Greek freak. <laughs> name that. If you take him off the Bucks, yes. they're done. If you take Kyrie or not Kyrie, um, Kawhi off the Raptors, they're done. So. The East, but the East is a little bit more volatile. The East is a little bit more. Um, uh, if you lose uh, a couple of games, and you're done. Like it's, I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. just one of those things. I, I feel like, I feel like if I was going to, if I was going to consider the MVP race, LeBron James would be a, a, a just a hair above James Harden to me, just a hair. Not a little, just a little bit. I mean, it, to me, it all depends on what LeBron does with the Lakers. Like, if I think you have to talk about the impact of the player and then how that translates to wins. To wins, yes, exactly. And so it's kind of like if LeBron is able to get the Lakers the seventh spot, I don't think he's the MVP. But he's if he's able to get the Lakers the third or fourth spot, then there's actually a conversation to have. Likewise, with Giannis and Kawhi, I would have never guessed the Raptors would be number two. Uh, with the Me first neither. year with Kawhi. Yeah. I would have never guessed yeah. that. So, I, I mean, maybe three or four, totally, yeah. But I would have never guessed the Raptors. The Bucks at number one, uh, maybe. Uh, it's possible. I mean, they've now had that nucleus together for a while. So, you know, you expect them to kind of gr- uh, go up the rankings a little bit. And LeBron left the East. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that was a different big, thing. That was a big key. Yeah. Uh, what so. about then? What about what, what, what would you say about the Pacers then? Because the Pacers are really there because – uh, Victor Oladipo yes. is the main guy, and they, since he's playing so well, they're number three. They're number three in the East because of him, and they're just they're leading the 76ers by a half a game, or a game and a half, or just a game. Sorry, excuse me. So, um, and you can't say that the, the 76ers have anybody that's leading in any in any way, shape, or form in the MVP race. I mean. Uh, Joel Embiid, yeah. he's not. He's not the guy. He's not the he's guy. Not a, you, he's not MVP. He's, he's important, but he's yeah, not. He's MVP. not. He's not the yeah. guy. Um, who else? Are they Ben Simmons. He still doesn't know how to shoot a shoot an outside <laughs> jumper. Um, and just the rest of. I mean, JJ JJ Redick. He's cool. Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's not, a he's MVP not MVP. So I would say yes. Victor is definitely a, a sleeper, but I still if if the Indiana Pacers were number one in the East. Then Victor would have an even even better shot of winning the MVP. Does that make sense? I think 
the only one that we've seen recently that wasn't a a leader in their conference that won the champ uh, the MVP was uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he was like the only one in like the last five years or so. Even when LeBron won his MVPs, um, he was number one in the Eastern Conference. Um, I think maybe Kobe was like the only one that won an MVP and he was like number two in the West or something like that. But yeah, usually your your team is a top three or four team in your conference. And that's why you end up winning the MVP because it translates to wins as well as your excellent individual performance. Well, then why don't we give it to Steph Curry again? Because Steph, <laughs> when Steph was out, the Warriors were in a slump. Yes. Let's put, let's put it like this. Yes. Steph was, the Warriors were not the Warriors when Steph was out. I mean... You got they were a green team. fighting with Durant <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody trying to hold them back. Clay was in a shooting slump of his own. Like, it was just a bad situation. But then when, when Steph came back, it all magically fixed itself. Like, yes. it was – he. I mean, but he's not considered in the MVP race this year. He he is considered. He's an outside – Very, very low. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's as low as LeBron right now because of the fact that he, but he he was scoring like thirty points a game for a while there. Yeah, so people were like, "Wait a minute, we we do." I think people don't want to consider Steph because he has KD, he has Draymond, he has Clint he has Clay. the best he has, starting lineup yeah. in the in basketball right now. Oh my goodness! Fun fact: the Warriors were the first team uh, in the NBA history. Actually, I think it was since the Celtics, the Boston Celtics. Um, and probably like 65 mm-hmm. to start five all-stars on Friday night. Yeah. Five <laughs> all-stars. That's, that's ridiculous. I, I read the article um, the other day. The headline was uh, the Warriors still have the best death lineup <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> I I mean, you could, you could mix and match any one of those guys in any shape, way, shape, or form with the backups mm-hmm. and still dominate anybody on the floor. Is yeah. that is that ridiculous of how talented this team is? Yes. Like I just don't understand it. Yeah, it, it's re- it's crazy to see how talented. I will say this, their their bench is a little weak. But as far as their starting lineup, man. Right. First team in 40 years to start five All-Stars. That's crazy. I just That's crazy. Wow. Just absolutely amazing. I just I just <laughs> <laughs> I wish my I wish my I mean I, I if I had a team in the NBA which my team right now would be the Thunder because I am a big uh, Russell Westbrook Russell Westbrook fan yeah uh, even though he's he's no uh, whoa 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 I think Russell is playing absolutely great this year he's just not putting up numbers which is why they're no they're not they're actually good they're number three in the West yeah, <laughs> Paul George is Paul George is a beast I, I'll give him that but. I just, I just wish, I just wish, um, if, if I don't know what's wrong with uh, Russell Westbrook. I think injuries is is hurting him. I don't know if he's just trying to slow down, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I the think of- Russell is playing great within his role on the team. He doesn't have to score. This which is, is big great. Key. That's a big key. Yes. Which is great for him because yes. I think he's a an amazing athlete. I think he's a decent shooter. I think he's a great passer. He has good court vision. I think he can't, in my opinion, he can't be the number one guy on a team. He no, can definitely no. be number two. Yeah. But number one, I just don't think he has the ability to, to do that. I think uh, de- uh, the uh, addition of Dennis Schroeder uh, mm-hmm. 
was a big thing for him, somebody to back him up. Yes. And Raymond, when they play together, they play amazing yes, together. Yes. And and Raymond felt to not not to take anything away from him. Ugh. But he's not <laughs> he's not he is not the guy you want leading your team, first of all. He he'll come in relief yeah. for like five minutes and then you you put him back in. But the, he had a great college career. I will yeah, say that. He had yeah. a great college career. I think the biggest surprise to me though in the West is how bad the the Spurs are. Um the Spurs usually are in the top four every single year. Uh, I don't care in some shape, way, shape, or form capacity. They're in top four. I think Lamarcus Aldridge is getting old, uh, but he's still putting up numbers. Um, they have the was that 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 guy from uh, Czech Republic. I think he's like a six, a seven, two guy or something like that. Yeah, um, I forgot his name. Um, yeah, I, I, I know who you're talking about, but yeah. you know. The Spurs are in a little bit of a transition because they just got, uh, oh, geez, DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Um, and they have some young guys that are playing some really big minutes for them. And I think those young guys are starting to come into their own. Yeah. I would say the Spurs are my dark horse for the Western Conference. I would not be surprised if they ended up as a, a number four. Honestly, I think the Nuggets are going to be my dark horse because, yeah, they're doing they're doing great. They're, they're half a game behind the uh, Warriors, but I don't think anybody's still taking them seriously. I honestly don't. I think um I think at the end of the day I think the 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 Nuggets will be the the team to beat in the West. I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, um oh man, I think Spurs Nuggets would be a great 4-5 matchup. Yeah. That cuz I think those teams are actually closer than than we think. They play great offense, they move the ball, um play pretty good defense. Um, when I saw the Spurs beat the Thunder the other day, <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, it was a crazy game, and it showed me that as long as San Antonio can play within the Popovich um, system yeah. and hit threes, yeah. then they are a dangerous team. Yeah, and so that's that's the only reason why I say I the mean, Spurs that, are the that sleeper. Score right there, one fifty four to one forty seven. <laughs> Ridiculous. I've, I mean, again, it was overtime, but still, what? Yeah, the NBA this year is insane. The amount of three pointers being shot yeah. per game is insane and we haven't even talked about one guy that that was hot but i mean he's he's still a premier uh offensive offensive guy um the guy the little dude from uh from uh charlotte kemba walker we haven't even talked about him kemba walker he put up he put up numbers at the beginning of the year uh he he's kind of cooled off because he's playing within the system now but i mean he's just a offensive beast yeah I mean, people have been saying Kemba Walker is either most improved or MVP, and I was like, uh, I don't know about MVP, yeah, we'll but most about improved. That. I could definitely see him most improved. He's definitely on the slot to winning an All Star yep. uh, uh, game. I just, it's just, it's incredible to see Kim, Kimbo play. So I don't know. It it all depends on your perspective, I guess. I honestly think LeBron. You know, I, I was, a, I was, I'm not gonna say I was a hater of LeBron, but I honestly didn't. Like like Kyrie, I've come to my senses. <laughs> I've uh, atoned for my sins, oh, and I, I now see that LeBron is because I mean you go to you go from one team, and this is why I have the the criticism with Tom Brady. Yeah, we'll, we'll do the parallel with Tom Brady. We say Tom Brady is the goat. Put him on another team. You put him on another team and see how he does in yes. a different system. Yes, if he doesn't play well in that different system, then we know it was just because of the he's a system quarterback. Yeah. Um. But you have multiple uh, quarterbacks that have gone from one system to another have been successful. Yes. Mm-hmm. I consider those quarterbacks the most talented quarterbacks I've seen. 
Yes, because your talent, your what you bring to the table, improves everybody around exactly. you, including the team. Yes, transfers from one from what it's just you're just not a system uh, person. Yes, and so that's why I'm skeptical of of when everybody says Tom Brady is the goat and he does this, he's the greatest, and da da da. I'm like, <laughs> well, put him on the Browns when the Browns were horrible. Well, he went. Would he won five games on the Browns? If he, if the answer is yes, then okay, yeah. I get that. Okay, yeah, um, I see that. But you know, what's the worst team in the league this year? The worst team in the league this year was um, Cincy. No, <laughs> it was Cincy. Um, um, but, I think it was either the Cardinals or or the the Giants. With the with the Giants, I think he would have done something because the Giants have weapons. They just <laughs> they're just horrible, horribly uh, uh, coached. The Raiders, I think if you put him on the Raiders, he would have made the Raiders a little bit better, but not that Ooh, much better. Tom Brady on the Jags. This is a great point. Tom Brady on the Jags this year, I think they would have been a playoff team. I think they would have been, yeah, close to a Super Bowl because that defense is legit. The reason why the Jags fell off because that defense was on the field more than 90% of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah Can't score points, you're not going to win games. But the the uh, the – what was it? The Raiders are the worst team in football. And if you could put Tom Brady on that team and he makes them a, a playoff slash Super Bowl contender, mm-hmm. I get it. He's a, he's a champion. Yeah. And that's the same thing with, with LeBron. LeBron has gone from Cleveland. He's gone to L.A. When he was when he was playing in L.A., he was making that team better. He yes. was winning games. So I get it now. I get Le- what LeBron, why LeBron is who LeBron is, and why, <laughs> why people, people say, say he's the goat. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I get that. So you know, it's all about perspective. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that. And oh man, we we will see. I that's the one thing in um, in sports that you just wish you could do, right? Yeah. You wish you could take somebody out of their current situation, put them in another situation, yeah. and just test if it was the the player, the coach, the situation. Yeah, you know, the chemistry. Ah. But we can't. We, we can can't. only do that in video games. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Simulations. Yeah, simulations all the way. Uh, another shout out to Kemba, averaging twenty five points, five assists, four rebounds this game this year. Oh man, he's, he's got his team um, in position to make a playoff run. So um, we will see. We yeah. will see what happens there. Yeah. Always a good time. Back to James Harden. Right before we end, I think he's. He's the front runner for the MVP, especially He's if they be. end up as one, two, or three. He's got to be. Um, although what Kawhi is doing is ridiculous, and what uh, Giannis is doing is ridiculous, ah man, I, he he might be able to win back to back MVPs. Yeah, I I mean he he has to be because of the way of the way that they're they're playing. Um, he's winning games for them. He's finishing games. He's doing what he needs to do. So I. I Give it to him. I mean, I, he's played so hard. He's played so well. <laughs> yeah, I, I just give it to him. I, I, I don't that. You know, we can have another conversation about that award. Anyways, it's weird. I mean, it's it's not a, the best it's player. A, it's the best player on the team. Right. So, it's just it's just an yeah. award. I just I mean, all it boils down to is championships. How many yeah. rings do you have? I I, exactly. I I would rather not win MV, uh, MV, MVPs. I'd rather win championships. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's another good point. And if you have any good points, please feel free to email us. We are at ydkjpodcast at gmail.com or go ahead and tweet us at ydkjpodcast is where you'll find our Twitter feed. And uh, please, always, we appreciate you subscribing to the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. 
Um, and uh, also check out our website <laughs> uh, where we try to vlog from time to time ydkjpodcast.com anything else you want to add I think I'm good good alright yeah. this is You Don't Know Jack we are the outsiders looking in my name is Chris Brown and I'm Hubert Maitland and we'll catch you in the next one